Why were we not invited to the Oscars? They just couldn't handle our natural comedic presence, I think. Uh, we've been sitting here dressed for days, waiting for our invitations waiting to arrive. Waiting for our golden know, ticket, maybe they, patiently. Maybe they. I've been sitting by the door, waiting, waiting for the mailman to come by and drop it through the little hole, the little flap in the doorway. Maybe they just got lost in the mail. I don't know. Wow. I, I, why why, why I feel wasn't like all a of kid this... who never got their Hogwarts letter. Why wasn't all of this on the red carpet? Screw them. Question. We don't yeah. need them. We don't need them. Or Vanity Fair. We're going to have our own after party. Or, or Elton John or Madonna's manager. Guess. Screw all of you. Yeah. <laughs> we can, th- you know what? This is going to be our own off-brand Kirkland signature, if you will. Walmart version of a Oscars after party. Yeah. And you know, I'm just, this is just like rolling off the Spit tip of my here. tongue. Spitball in here. There can be a hundred people in the room and 99 don't believe in you. And only one does, and it can change your whole life. And that one person is a special guest that's coming on our show this week. Dax Holt. You know, that's the only person we're inviting to this after party. Yeah. Nobody else deserves to come. No. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the Oscars after, after party. After, after, after party. After, after party. Like a second cousin twice removed. (laughs) I'm your host, Spencer. And I'm your host, Lexi. And this is really the Rumor Mill podcast, your Gen Z guide to pop culture. The one thing I wasn't lying about is we do have a special guest. It is Mr. Dax Holt. It's going to be a great time. We're going to talk about the ins and outs of the Oscars. Everything. Red carpet fails. Big Big snubs. Big snubs, too. I mean, like this dude has been in the entertainment news industry for over a decade. So let's get some like behind the scenes, like juice on like, how do you how do you make those headlines? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Your recap of the 94th Oscars, the only one that really matters. The Literally the only one that matters. It, it's kicking off right now. Please welcome Dax Holt. Well, it's nice to meet you guys. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. We're dressed up a little bit. Yeah, you guys our- are. Fuck, you guys are fancy <laughs> over there. Look at you and your daffy little suit. And I like your hair, Blexi. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's fun. This right here is the Oscars after, 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 after party. (laughs) After party. It's so far removed. There's no red carpet. There's no press. There's no paparazzi. There's no celebrity guests. In fact, you're the only special guest that we've invited. (laughs) Oh, I feel so fancy and special. Thank you. Yeah. I wish I would have got dressed up, though. I I didn't tell you on purpose. It's kind of boring. I was trying to sabotage you, <laughs> but I didn't know. Well, I want to give our listeners a little bit of an idea of who you are before we get into everything we need to talk about. There's a lot that's gone on this week. I can't wait to hear all of your thoughts, um, but you're known for your 11 years on TMZ, your amazing podcast, Hollywood Raw, um, your guest spots on shows like Access Hollywood and Extra. You know, tell us, where did your passion for pop culture come from? God. I'm going to say, fuck, sorry, am I allowed to cuss on this? Uh, yes, go for go it. Okay. <laughs> I just realized I talk like a sailor, so I, uh-huh. I should probably ask you first. Uh, no, I, you know what? I just, I grew up loving pop culture. I think probably from a, a young age, my mom having like a magazine sitting on the table, you know, and us weekly people, something like that, and just finding it really interesting. And I don't know, my, my interest didn't gravitate towards necessarily like, sports news. I tried to work at ESPN as an intern years ago. And quickly did I realize that was not the place for me. Like they're asking Uh for, Hey, go get B roll of so-and-so. I'm like, I don't know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, no, I just, I, I don't know. It's just in me. I really enjoy entertainment news and I knew all the celebs growing up and 
it, it just was a passion of mine. And so when I got the, uh, the internship at extra, I felt like this is where I want to be. And then that turned into my job at TMZ, just meeting Harvey Levin and, and knowing all the ins and outs without having to like study for it, you know? Yeah. See, that was us. I used to call, we've been friends like since childhood and I used to always like, I would sneak magazines off my kitchen counter and I would go read the people magazine and we always knew what was going on. We'd have these like super long FaceTime calls of like, what music are you listening to? What's going down with who? And we were like, well, let's just like make Start that a podcast. A hobby. Yeah. yeah. Right. So Smart. I totally get that. It was, it's been great. Um, being an entertainment news reporter for over a decade and as an ex-lev correspondent for TMZ, can mm-hmm. you tell us a little bit about how the media works behind the scenes? You know, how do you get your stories? How do outlets get their sources? How does that all work? Yeah, well, I think a lot of so I came into the industry not having a single damn source. So like I, I'm from Orange County. Well, originally from Denver, but I lived in Orange County. Uh, went to high school out here, and so going up to LA, and you get into the news business, and Harvey's like, "Okay, what stories you got to bring to the table?" And I'm like, "I, I don't, I don't know. I don't <laughs> have it. I don't know anyone up here. Like this is this is for fun. This is an internship, and then you know." So I had to really create a niche for myself to even be able to survive. And so that's why I got into the photo department. I'm a very visual person and paparazzi photos is one of the most voyeuristic things out there. And so that's where I dove in. I'm like, I can, I don't want to say create stories, but I, I could, I had a sense of what was interesting when it came to photos. So that's where I focused and that's where I kind of like thrived at TMZ and over the years you start to develop the different relationships and sources and all of that because you're just immersed in it so you're out at night and again it was easier working at tmz because people started to recognize you so yeah so then you you would meet people and they would tell you stories and i mean sources could be anyone you guys sources could be your friend that works at a hotel your friend or your the person you know that's a valet i mean sources could be anyone and that's really where the business comes and just because you have a source doesn't mean it turns into a story just it's knowing yeah people. it's i think and you know so many people like will read a headline and, and see something that says from an inside source and and i've i've seen a lot like when we first started our podcast and when we kind of first looked into headlines and and like looking up like what are we going to talk about this week it was always like well how did how did tmz or or us weekly get this story out first? Like, where do they get it from? So it's interesting to kind of hear how it works behind the scenes. Cause all we know is like, Hey, we just got to pull up Google and like, here's people magazine with like, so-and-so is a, it's, a, it's an exclusive they're pregnant. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and, and let's be realistic. A lot of sources are just people either connected to the star or the star themselves. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like it's ba- when it's baby news and it's like, oh, the baby's just born, but it's not the doctor at the hospital who's calling it publicist <laughs> saying so-and-so just gave birth, but I don't want to be on the record. So just put me as a source. Yeah. It's like people calling the paparazzi on themselves. It's like, it's just what it is. You know what I mean? And that's the most normal thing out there. And I don't know why people yeah. make it weird. And I don't know why celebs poo-poo it because that's, that's normal. That's, it's a give and take relationship between these celebs and, and the paparazzi. Paparazzi are keeping them famous and relevant and on the cover of magazines and websites and all this kind of stuff. So just smile for your photo and move along with life. And <laughs> same goes for the paparazzi. These people are making you money. So treat them re- with respect and they'll treat you with respect. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Have you ever had any run-ins, good or bad, with any celebrities that you've reported on? 
Uh, yeah, I've had I've had both. You want good or bad? What you want first? Both. both. <laughs> <laughs> How about I hit that. Uh, yeah, was, like a good story. I think was, I think just the longer I was on TMZ, just the more recognizable I got out in public. And I think it was fun when it related to celebrities. And I remember being at, I think it was, maybe it was Boa uh, one night and David Spade came around the corner, saw me, my wife and our friends like drinking in the lounge area, like waiting to get our table. And he was being really goofy. And he would like peek around the corner, look at me and then like go back behind the wall and then peek around the corner, look at me and go back behind the wall as if I was like, like yeah. spying on him yeah and it was hilarious and then he finally came over and like gave me a hug he's like oh i love you on tmz like th this is it's cool to meet you like i watch all the time so that was kind of like a fun interaction to have someone that i've covered a million times come and like appreciate you, know, you appreciate what we're doing or just find the humor and you know with a lot of comedians they weren't getting the coverage on like th the mainstream entertainment shows like like an actor would be you know what i'm saying yeah 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 and i think tmz was giving them the platform to say a joke out on the street and to have a moment and i think david spade really used that to his advantage so i think he appreciated what tmz had to offer him and in regards to bad i mean i've had the opposite so like i've also been out in public and i see i saw like janice dickinson and she didn't have any makeup on and she literally like screamed and <laughs> ran away from me and was like, absolutely not. And I'm like, I'm having pancakes right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally don't care that you're sitting right next to me. Like, I, I don't care. Uh, but there's that awkward moment when you work for a company like TMZ where you everyone looks at you like you're trying to find a story on them when mm. you may just want to hang out or I've gone to parties and, you know, you walk in the room and people look at you like you're the one trying to find the the story yeah. and you just want a good time yeah is it hard to trust people then or like is it does it make it hard for people to trust you because everyone like when you walk into like a, a, a celebrity event maybe then it's like oh he's the mall he's the rat oh yeah 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 but I think I learned you know a lot of celebs are not necessarily your friend friend you know what I'm saying like yeah I had a lot of celebrity friends when I worked there and the second I didn't work there they suddenly weren't my friend anymore. I'm like, Ooh. oh, you motherfucker were just using me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. you know, so. Who exactly were some of these fake friends? <laughs> I'm trying to think of some good examples. Um, there was just people that I feel like I would call Used for you. a story. Yeah, and it's yeah. like they wanted that direct connection to being on the show. Mm -hmm. And once you don't have that direct, which they don't realize that I still have that direct connection, but they, yeah. they don't see me on the show. So they're like, Oh, we don't, we don't need to keep his number in our phone anymore. It's just, it was just weird, I guess, for, for a little while there. And then, you know, in regards to, yes, there would be other friends that would worry that I'm going to put their information out mm. there. Like I was really good friends for a real long time with Danielle Fischel and mm. I didn't lose her because I didn't work at TMZ. She just doesn't live by me anymore. We were like basically neighbors for a long time and we had a great relationship. And I remember there were certain things that, you know, she was getting the cover of like Maxim magazine. She's like, don't tell anyone. I'm like, I, I won't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Like if, if you say, it, don't say it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to jeopardize your friendship for a story that in the end of the, I would just be doing the story to help you out anyway. So exactly. yeah, I, I think that there, there was a lot of the mistrust 
because my name was associated with TMZ, but I get it. Yeah. But I also think whatevs. It is you know, what it like is. who cares? Yeah, yep. exactly. Um, well, we got to talk about the burning topic on everyone's mind this week. The reason we are here, the 94th Oscars, that slap heard around the world, as they're calling it, Chris Rock and Will Smith. We just got to answer the question. Was it staged? Was it a hoax for ratings? What do you think? Because I have my opinion. I have not heard your opinion, Lexi. But mm-hmm. what do you think, Dax? Was it was it manufactured or was it totally legit, in your opinion? I, I don't even know what you're talking about. The slap. When the slap. Will Smith the came slap. up and slapped Chris Rock. You're lying, right? I literally have no idea what you guys are talking about. You're lying. You're totally you lying. <laughs> you have to Oh, my be. God. Thank God. Like Amy Schumer, like, did I miss anything, guys? <laughs> Did I, did I miss anything? <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. My Instagram feed show. Is like, did we get you? <laughs> oh my God. My Instagram feed has just been covered with that for the last couple of days, like nonstop. Um, no. So right when it happened, I was like, oh, for sure. This is planned out. Like, come on. This is so uncharacteristic of Will Smith. There's no way he went up and smacked someone on stage. Uh, but the, the more it's played out and now I'm starting to like, there's no way this is fake. I think that this is. Again, I thought it was fake at the beginning. I don't think it's fake anymore. I think that it, it was too gnarly on Will Smith. And I think if it was fake, they would have come out right away before it really kind of tarnished his image. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, I don't think that there would have been so much backlash. And I, I don't think he wants the backlash. No, I don't, I don't think it's good for Will Smith to have this much backlash. Um, so that is why I don't think it's fake. It would have been the best acting job done out there right you know and i feel like will could have pulled that off just as amazing chris i don't think has that level of acting ability he's a he's a good voiceover actor um but the way he was so awkward for the rest of the time he was on stage presenting and giving the award and then just honestly standing there as quest love was accepting his award he, he looked really out of place and like, what the hell just happened to me? He's not that good of an actor. So I think a hundred percent real, um, you know, you, there's obviously been apologies since then Chris apologizing yeah. that he even made the joke. He didn't realize that she had alopecia, uh, will saying he overstepped, he shouldn't have laid hands on him. Uh, so at the end of the day, it made for a really interesting award show. <laughs> It definitely did. Yeah. I think more people probably paid attention to the Oscars because of that than they would have normally because completely. Oh yeah. yeah. I I think think that's why I I thought it was fake is because last year, everyone was like, the Oscars are dead. Award shows are dead. Lexi and I've talked about this. We don't like award shows. This was probably the first time in like five years that I've watched the Oscars. And I turned it on right after it happened because I went on social media and it was, everyone was talking about like, was this thing real? What just happened? I was like, what just happened? I Googled it and it was so fast that like nothing was coming up. So I turned it on, but this year they got like 15 million viewers and it's up like 50% from last year. So when I read that, I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. This was fake. But then like you said, it was The longer it's gone on. Yeah. The Mm. more it just seems like it has to be a real thing that actually happened. And not only that, the Academy coming out and saying, we told Will he had to leave and Will said he wouldn't leave. And then I think TMZ just did a story that they never asked him to leave. It's like- too many people are jumping in to try to defend themselves and make themselves look good. So to me, yeah, that's a situation of that there was nothing fake. Everyone's yeah. trying to save face here and come up with an explanation of why they didn't kick him out or why they did kick him out or why, you know whatever it is. And 
Is. Well, it's like Amy Schumer with when she got the backlash for her seat filler joke. I forget the actress or the wife of the actor that she made the joke about, but Twitter got angry about it. Like you kicked this famous person out of their seat to make a joke. And she came right out and said it was scripted. She was in on it. It's fine. So like if it was one of those situations before the Academy got involved and started making statements, it would have been like taken care of, I feel like. Yeah, but also that was the whole point of the joke is that she kicked a famous person out of their she seat. She was exactly. And like, that was the joke. So why she even had to defend that, I have no idea. You I know, agree. That, that's just so, I mean, people want to be mad about everything. It's that people just like to be pissed. That's that's how Very I true. feel. Did I should have asked this. Did you watch the Oscars in full? Yes. Yeah, I watched from start to finish. Wow. And you know what? Again, it's not... I don't always watch it. I, I think if people assume that I watch this because I've been entertainment news this year, for some reason, I, I turned it on. I, I, I always want to kind of catch the monologue because I feel like that's one thing that everyone talks about the next day. So I wanted to watch it live was not disappointed. No, I, um, yeah, it was hilarious. I think that they were hilarious. I think they were good hosts. I am also not someone that over criticizes and, and gets to the point where it's like, Oh, this was a terrible show. If I was entertained for the two or three hours that it was on, that's all I need. I don't need to dive deep any more than that. Exactly. That's how I feel. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to answer honestly. Did you see any of the Oscars? No, I did not. <laughs> I work too much. I have too much to do. Like, I just don't have time to, like, sit and commit. Three I don't hours blame you. And if you guys want a good recommendation, go to Two Fab after an award show. TwoFab.com. Okay. They do the greatest breakdowns of the best moments. If you like fashion, they have fashion on there. But to me, that's how uh, I've always kind of done award shows is I'll catch up on TwoFab the next day. And TwoFab is technically sister with, uh, TM, with TMZ, TMZ, right? Yeah. Uh, but they just do a really good job. And I don't know, like I've they're they're my go-to after an award show it's gonna be your new bible it is, is it really you. is <laughs> this is for you well, thank you i'm for giving that. you the cliff notes version of any award show on twofeb.com yeah that's perfect there you go well there were a lot of stars and a lot of fans that spoke out about the will smith and the chris rock thing uh, i feel like the night it happened everyone was kind of in shock like this is great tv what just happened like go will for standing up for his wife and then everyone slept on it and i got online the next day and everyone was like wait a minute this man was assaulted and mm -hmm. it kind of started changing. And then all these people started speaking out against it. You know, Zoe Kravitz, Jim Carrey, you mean the masses band together like normal. I Come. know everyone agreed on something. This is like a rare yeah. time. The internet's coming together. <laughs> now I think people just, you know, what it was is I think the realization of, yes, you can defend your wife, but you don't have to hit someone to defend your wife. I think that moment still would have been, a big moment if he would have walked up on the stage, got right in Chris's face and said, keep Jada's name out of your mouth. Yeah. And then walked right back to his seat. The hit is where you're like, what? You can't hit someone. And I think it also, I think people realize that it puts into jeopardy a lot of comedians. So what now anyone can just walk up and smack a comedian across the face for yeah. saying jokes like him out of every Will Smith and Jada out of, everyone gets trashed and trolled in the media all yeah. the time and by comedians and by just people in general and so when you when you you got to have thick skin up yeah. there and i know he kind of mentioned that in his speech uh you know we're yeah, all then he gets up trolled. and does this speech about love and i need to protect my brothers and sisters yeah. and i was like we, and everyone like stands up and gives him a standing ovation i'm like what am i watching 
What's what's happening right now? It's the, it's the point of the Oscars. They're yeah. going to troll your ass at the Oscars. That's <laughs> what they do. Um, I I did realize that there was, I guess, a joke that Chris did about Jada a couple of years ago that oh. maybe was still resonating in there. Ooh. Did you guys hear about that? No, no, I did not hear about so, that. So so back in 2016, um, Jada was boycotting the Oscars because Will did not get nominated for concussion. So vaguely remember out, that. Yeah. So she put out a whole thing. I'm not going to the Oscars. I'm boycotting. If you guys aren't going to give him an Oscar nomination like he deserves, blah, blah, blah. Well, Chris gets up on stage and he goes, Wait, isn't Jada on TV? <laughs> and and <laughs> says yeah. basically, that's like me talking about not going to Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited in the first place. <laughs> and everyone fucking went crazy and laughed at Jada's expense. And so there might have been a little pent up, uh, you know, aggression that's already been made publicly, you know, made fun of publicly at the Oscars and now it's happening again. Yeah. And I that for for if anybody out there doesn't know, which I'm it's going to be hard pressed to find somebody who doesn't know what happened. It was a pretty tame joke. Like he called her he likened her to GI Jane. Mm-hmm. Because, but he, I don't think, did he know about her no. hair condition? He, did, or he did not know about the alopecia. And I have to say, with Jada, she has had a shaved head. Willow Years. has had a shaved head. So when you're making the, like, and I'm not excusing his joke, but I am saying that she's she her her condition. I don't feel like was the most public thing that everyone knew about. It wasn't. Common I didn't knowledge. know about it either. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know about it before that night. I learned about it because I went to start Google. I'm like, why the fuck did he get so mad about yeah. this joke? Like, what is happening? And I, I found, oh, okay. I see there's a little more behind it. Um, but they've made public fashion statements with very short hair before. So I think he just thought she cut her hair. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, yeah, exactly. Um, should the Oscar be revoked? I think that's what everyone's kind no. of determining now. No. Yeah, I think I, that I, like a good performance is separate from whether or not like I've heard the, the, I don't know what the exact expression is, but like good art can be separate from a good person. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm not saying like, Will's like a bad person or anything like that. Cause I think he's a great, yeah. great guy, but yeah, I mean, um, Alec Baldwin has Emmys. I mean, let's be realistic here. He's one of the biggest trash people on the planet, but he's got Emmys. So yeah. all right, we're, you know, yeah. That, so, like, that's on, another like, well, yeah. Harvey Weinstein still has his Oscars. Like all these people, their Oscars weren't revoked. So I think that they would get a lot of backlash if they revoked it. Um, so maybe if he gets to keep his award, do you think that Chris should press charges? Is there like a lawsuit coming? I, I think Chris is over it. I think Chris yeah. wants it to go away more than anyone else. He wants to be back on the road doing stand up. I think this is not the best publicity for him, even though I think he came out of this looking better than Will did. Um, but I think he wants it to go in. And the fact that he is not pressing charges, even more so, why would the Academy take away this award? Yeah. Yeah, not gonna I, maybe he won't be invited back. Like, yeah, that could be a consequence of like, you're not coming back. You know what I mean? He'll be yeah. presenting next year. Then, the oh, fully, and they'll make a joke out of it. And they'll yeah. like, <laughs> this will be It'll... one of those clips though that like lives on. And like, that's what Jim Carrey said, and and like Adam Sandler spoke out against it, and and like that this will be around forever. So it's it's never gonna go away. It's oh, like every Oscar season, it's gonna like kind of come up again. Of like, remember that one time? So he probably shouldn't sue. Cause like you said, he's, he's moving on. He just addressed it as comedy show that he's going to talk about it at some point, but he wants to get on with his life. Um, I think it's over. I don't think he should lose his award. I don't, you know, yeah. Like keep yeah. the art separate, but maybe next time add in a security guard. 
<laughs> or or that, two. that I'm sure will happen. I'm yeah. sure there will be now people flanking up there. So you can't just walk up on stage. And again, if this was Kanye, I don't think people would have thought any different. But it's Will Smith who has always had great composure. And, you know, he's talked about he, he worries about the way he presents himself. I mean, that's why he smiles when he talks, because he <laughs> wants to come across as the nice guy yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, and Kanye was what banned from the Grammys for his concerning online behavior from performing. And then it's like, what if this had been Kanye? Like Kanye would have like been banished from the planet, but Will yeah, gets to hit people somebody. Don't, people don't like Kanye as much. That's, that's why. The, see, that's the thing. That is people also like true. Kanye. There's, there's a <laughs> level of Hollywood and success and likability where things are forgivable. And yeah. trust me, if Will Smith comes out, with another movie this year where he is in Oscar contention, it will all be forgiven and forgotten and they'll move along. I mean, the success seems to erase people's memory on stuff. Yeah, true. Think about that with sports a lot. Someone's oh. convicted oh, yeah. of something, they come out, they crush it all year, suddenly it's gone. It's gone. That's yeah, so true. Exactly. So yeah. true. Well, let's move on to the red carpet reactions, best and worst dressed. Do you have any off the top of your head any stars that stood out to you as like really well-dressed or really like, what were they wearing? I mean, Zendaya looked unbelievable and I'm not even a fashion person, but she walked out and I was like, damn girl. <laughs> I love Zendaya. Spencer disagrees, but I love Zendaya. What, so what would you not like about, I just, you don't like her or you don't like the outfit? I think she's great. I just don't know what Hollywood has against shirts. Like, why are we cutting them in half or not wearing them? Like, shirts are there for a because reason. She looked amazing. That's why. she looks think- so good. She was a 10 out of 10 we'll give it all to day. Her. We'll give it to she her. She was a 12 out of 10. What are you talking about? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I will say, though, Billie Eilish. I, hmm. I didn't like Billie's dress. I just felt like she looked like a loofah. Did you see Billie Eilish? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, I didn't like it's it. Like, but I think, it, it, it again, it goes along with her whole thing of, like, covering up her body and wearing big baggy stuff all the time. Like, if she walked down the red carpet wearing Zendaya's outfit, I'd be like, what the hell is happening here? <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. I think that what she walked out in is Billie Eilish style. It's on brand. That is That's like, very true. She on cut brand. her grandma's curtains up, sewed mm-hmm. them together, and dipped them in some black ink and was like, this is what I'm going in. Exactly. Um, it's her. <laughs> I will say though, like Megan the Stallion looked great. Um, who's the guy from Seven Rings or the seven, the Ten Rings of the Marvel guy? Oh, what yeah, is his yeah, name? yeah. Um, Sim, um, Sim, 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 Lee, Sim, Sim, what's his name? I don't know. I can't remember his name. He looked great though. He looked fabulous. Are. Yeah. Yeah. The red, he, the red suit. The red suit looked good. Yeah, he yeah. looked good. Andrew Garfield looked great. I will give it to Will and Jada. I thought they looked really good. I've I saw people comparing her like that. She looked like kale like a big ball of kale <laughs> so now hey you say it she did look like kale <laughs> if you can rock kale then like she looks great you know what i mean yeah. um i'm trying to think who so i, I like timothy chalamet with the no shirt i thought that looks good but he's also kind of a, was a little extra well. for the oscars for me but uh you know he 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 knows that he is trying to rock that sex appeal so yeah he, he the was, fans love it i get it i get it i get what he is doing all good i'm not gonna hate on him for it um, I did, you know, the other guy that, um, the, what was the dog movie? What the hell is it called? Training Tatum? No. The dog movie? <laughs> no, the one with the, like, the guy with the blue suit. What was his name? I don't know. The light blue suit. He was from the Tear of the Dog or whatever the hell that movie was. It was, I didn't, everyone was putting him on the best dress and I'm just not into a full 
monochrome suit. It's so like, say, yeah, that's what everyone was saying about Kim Kardashian. When she was at the Vanity Fair after party and she's like wearing these like monochrome, like this another like another Balenciaga thing. And everyone was like, we're over it. Um, I think though, like back to Timothy is that you're gonna have to sit there the whole award show without a shirt on. Mm-hmm. So like, you're gonna get cold. And the angles, like watch the angles. That's that's that was my own. A lot of like, pressure to be shirtless in entire Oscars show. Right, that is true. Did you yeah. see? Um, did you guys see? Uh, who is it? Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. Mm-hmm. That she looked kind of like a mushroom. Anybody else feel that way? <laughs> my, my wife, the second it came on, she's like, "What the hell dress is she wearing right now?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I guess it's fashionable. I don't. I don't care. But <laughs> collectively, it was just weird around the waist." collectively i don't know i just feel like it's getting so weird like everyone's trying to outdo each other and nobody looks normal anymore the thing is oh the other one she thought was weird was hers dress oh like and she was like what is she wearing like well she can get away with it because you're walking a red carpet and you're on stage like you can't wear that you know to go out to dinner but you can wear it for shock value for for an audience so it didn't bother me i was like oh caught my attention did its job yeah, that's what I, you know, that's what I think. I think Andrew Garfield looked great. I thought like same with Jessica Chastain. Everyone said she looked really tacky. I thought she looked great. Um, I guess that makes sense because it's it's an event. So like you're going to dress. You have to dress up and dress the nice. Except be, value be careful though, because if you call Tiffany Haddish's look a costume, it's not going to go well. No. Did you see I, that? Did you see I, that? I, I, I did not. I didn't see that. So there was an Entertainment Tonight reporter that had walked up to Tiffany and was talking to her and was like, hey, you know, how you doing? You had a costume change. You look great. And she was like super offended and was like, this is not a costume. I bought this. This is what money looks like. This is what fame looks like. Like you wouldn't know, obviously. This is, is not that, a costume. Is that an inappropriate thing to say? A costume change if it is a dress? That's change. what I'm thinking. I didn't think it was. I, I don't think, think that, that sounds inappropriate at all. Yeah, but <laughs> I, perhaps I didn't. it is. <laughs> For future reference, anybody out there. <laughs> yeah, just say you changed your outfit. Yeah. Okay, good yeah. to know. Uh, what was the, there was someone, I was going to say something. Oh, I would say with Timothy, again, guys' outfits are boring as hell. When, <laughs> when you come to an award show, like who the hell is looking at the guys anyway? So for him to get that, that many eyeballs on him and people talking about him, that is pretty impressive, right? Like to, yeah. to stand out as a guy on the red carpet is not an easy thing to do because girls are just much more fun to look at in general with hair and outfits and all yeah. the accessories. So, I mean, what do guys do? Like, we'll put a little brooch on your collar and that suddenly is fashion. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, so yeah. he got a lot of people talking about him. So I guess in that regard, that is impressive. I'll give him the credit. Yeah. I'll give him the credit. He did Fine. his job. He did what he, he did what he intended to do. Okay. Not everyone so. can rock a pretty sweet blazer like you, Spencer. It's, it's going to be hard. This is like why this is this. See, this is a loss right here. Let me, t- this was a loss that wasn't on the red carpet. Let me tell you spirit Halloween, 90 bucks. Wow. I know. Came through. I know. Right. <laughs> Tim- Timothy's was, like, yeah. And what is it a, is it a costume for something else or just a jacket? This is what money looks like. I don't know <laughs> whose costume you're talking about. This is, this is Dolce and Gabbana. How about that? <laughs> Well, now we've talked about the fashion. Um, big winners of the night. Were there any obvious snubs that people will be talking about? Hmm. I know like the big winner, like Jessica Chastain won Best Actress, Eyes of Tammy Faye. That was a great movie. Will Smith won. Great movie. 
Um, I think Coda won Best Picture, mm-hmm. um, and Canto won Best Animated. Um, I think Dune okay. won like Again, six awards. Here's a question. Yeah. Would you have given Billie Eilish the Oscar over Encanto? No, I would. Why are have. we giving Billie Eilish the Oscar over Beyonce? Like, can we, let's start there. Cause why did Billie so, Eilish perform? I didn't, yes. I don't remember her. She did. Billie performed. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I would say that Encanto was just nonstop in my ear holes for the last six four months. months, like nonstop. And so to me that there's a level of success that that song hit that is not normal for a movie. Again, yeah. Disney movies will, will have these random hits with like, let it go and all that kind of stuff. But that one got like a life of its own. So that to me, I, I feel like was worth the Oscar. And I'm again, Billy did a great song, I might have given it to Encanto though. Cause I don't feel like, I, I feel like it was really, everyone was really excited. She was going to do the James Bond theme. And then like it came out and nobody really talked about it. It wasn't that big. I, it's a cool song. Like I'm not like a super big Billie Eilish fan, but it's a cool song, like good for her and her brother. But I think like what you're talking about is the, the Encanto was on like billboard. It was like number one for weeks, like over real, not to say it's not real music, but like actual mute like this is, this is a children's film this is crossed over exactly pop radio from yeah. a kid's movie and yeah. and and crushing on pop radio yeah. so i think that to me just showed such a sign of success that i don't feel like anyone else in that category necessarily got to um so but again yeah who am i to say you know i i'm just yeah. going off of what i hear on the radio yeah I get that. Was there anyone that you guys were surprised to see in the audience or the red carpet? That's like, how did they get invited? Or like, can you think of anyone that wasn't there that, that should have been there? Cause I've been seeing a bunch of clips coming up from like the eighties and nineties of, of the old time Oscars, like, and mm-hmm. everyone was such a big name. And like, now it's like, it's, you kind of see a big, huge movie star here and there, but on the red carpet and in the audience, it's a lot of people. It's like, who the heck are all these people and how'd they get yeah. there? Um, I just want to know how did Courtney and Travis get an invite? Where how Travis did, was performing? Did he? Did I miss that? Travis performed. Yeah. So you're just like oh for okay, two but right then, now. <laughs> but then why is Courtney there? I just like because like, she's not well, because he man. gets a plus one for the yeah. Oscars. So he yeah, he he was there performing, um, and so obviously she got to go as well. Um, yeah. But good for her. I'm trying to think if there was anyone else there though that I was like the hell are you doing there yeah um who was the chick from high school musical that was there it's like why was she there i'm talking about um, frankie g no um vanessa hudgens i was she like was why there? yeah i was like how did she she won like i saw someone on twitter Coming say back from the dead practically i saw yeah i saw someone on twitter be like she must have won like a lottery like like they picked her name out of a raffle bowl of like c-listers that just like got to show up that is a good one of why is she there? I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. Like Vanessa to me is one of those anomalies that she hasn't done too much for a while, but she's still very relevant in the industry in regards to shows and articles and yeah. people love her. And kind of, I thought that way about Tracy Ellis Ross, like Tracy Ellis Ross does amazing work. But like, she wasn't in a lot of huge movies. So I was like, it, there's just some people that I look at that's like, they come year after year and I don't expect them to always be there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but do you feel like at all, like award shows in general, are they not as exclusive? Are they not as classy or like, cause I feel like award shows used to be so much of a bigger deal than they are now. Like what ratings changed? continue to slip every year. Yeah. Like, what do you, what do you think has changed over the decades? Hmm. What do I think has changed? Yeah. Um, I think the stars of yesterday are just not as like as untouchable as they used to be. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think I watched the same clip you're talking about on Instagram where it's like the 1993. Yeah. Oscars yeah, yeah. Where it's like Jack, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson and Madonna. Uh, that was Sharon Stone. And um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, no, Madonna went to the Oscars. Was that in 91? I, but I think the, the 93 one, it was, a lot was of people there? It, a lot of people thought it was Bruce Madonna Willis was the there end. I know that one Bruce just, that's yeah. 0 for 3, 3. Spencer <laughs> um who else was there it was uh uh what's her name Roberts Julie Roberts mm, I saw mm-hmm. in that yeah. clip yep. and Tom Hanks yeah uh yes the last clip was Sharon but <laughs> I think that um those people were a lot more like you could you, you didn't see them year-round you saw yeah. them in paparazzi photos and then you saw them at like a big award show and that was kind of it now with social media and just access to these celebrities they're not as exciting and so i think that the viewership goes down because you're used to seeing them yeah i'm saying like they're all over the place all the time oversaturated like jen aniston is in a smart water billboard everywhere you go yeah and so you're like I know what she looks like now. I don't need to wait till the Oscars to see it. So I think that probably is a part of oversaturation in the marketplace. And that's why people don't get as excited for the Oscars. As the internet, do. like social yeah. media, like internet and people are just, I think, burnt out from a lot of it too. Yeah. I mean, like we scroll that's and fair. we see them post every day. We see them on TikTok. We see them on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. So it's, it's like, so like what you said, so much oversaturation that we see them all year round now. Whereas like maybe 10 years ago, it was more like you had to tune into TMZ mm-hmm. to hear about so-and-so you had to like buy a people magazine to read about so-and-so. And it's now like, well, I can just pick up Instagram and go to e-news. Yeah. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, what about hosts? What about the hosts? I mean, like for next year, like who I would want to post next year. Yeah. I really liked, I don't know if it was for the Oscars or for a different award show, but I saw like a rumor or a theory that like Tom Holland would get to host something. And I would be so down for that. I think he's so sweet and so funny and lovely. And I think people would tune in so fast to see Tom Holland do anything. Absolutely. Like all anything. the Spider-Men, maybe like Toby and Andrew and. Oh, that, that would, would that be amazing. This year, though, like, oh my gosh, that would have been year. the coolest ever. If you could get all three of them on stage to like host something together. Oh man, that would be really cool. <laughs> I'm going to give that a hard pass. Really? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? I think Tom Holland will be, bring in a young audience. Yeah. I don't see him keeping the show going for a whole show. I like I the idea of it, but I get job. that. I think that, you know, he he's, he, again, he appeals to that young audience. People love Tom Holland. He's crazy talented, but I want funny and I want people to roast and I want yeah. that comedic edge. I think the ladies did amazing this year. Um, I, and I think keeping that going is smart. I like when T- um, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler host stuff. I like yeah. um, Ricky Gervais is oh, amazing hilarious. at the Golden Kristen Globes. Wig, Will Ferrell, yeah. like people Any, like that. People like that, I think, is what you need because these shows are already so stuffy that the last thing you want is just 
someone up there kind of leading you through. Do you remember when James Franco and Anne Hathaway hosted? Yes. And how yeah. cringy it, it was. was. It was so bad. Because they're not comedians. And no. they're then tr- everyone expects jokes. And so they're trying to put out jokes. And it was just like, oh, please stop. Like, stop. <laughs> go back to having comedians up here. And I don't want Tom Holland to go through that. I like him. Okay. I don't want him to get just trashed because you will never win as a host of one of these shows. If That's you're not fair. funny, like, okay, maybe let's like demote them to like presenters, like get all three of them up there to present and like scoot them away really quickly. There you <laughs> go. There we go. Have them up and do a, do a bit, do a skit, do an introduction, whatever you got to do, get them up on stage and then get them off the stage <laughs> before people just trash them because it doesn't matter how good you do. The public will still try. I'm telling you, if you go and you look for, you know, uh, any uh, of the names from this weekend, people will have just trashed them for sure. Oh. Oh, totally. And I think the, like, the last few years when viewership was so down, when they didn't have a host, they did that couple years where it was like, we're not going to have a host. We're just going to have presenters. And that was awful too. Stupid. Because like you need somebody there like Amy Poehler, Wanda Sykes, Regina Hall to keep it lighthearted, to keep mm-hmm. the jokes going. Like, like what was the joke that they made about Judy Dench? That it was about Kim Kardashian of like, they oh, told the her, you need to work harder. Work. <laughs> you weren't nominated this year. You need to work harder. Like, that I think, so good. I think that was needed. I, I still would have liked to have seen Kevin Hart host oh, i think absolutely. he'd be great him and, him and the rock i think would be a power or like duo. adam sandler and mm-hmm. like I, any people of those like people. that comedians yeah. i think is just what you need at, at one of those shows and amy coming out and breaking the tension yeah. right after the will smith and chris rock incident and coming out perfect saying, i'm sorry what did i miss did something happen because the the energy seems off like it was so perfectly timed and it did break that like awkwardness that was going yeah. on in there it was beautiful and no one else could have pulled that off as well i agree that's super fair especially well, tom we... holland oh <laughs> you now okay now that's a point reduction for you that was your idea i just was being nice how about that i was just being nice <laughs> i don't want to take away your points i'm sorry <laughs> no. no we only take away points from spencer we only take away points from spencer so um okay. <laughs> we do have a little Sorry, Spencer, I don't want to take you. away your points either. I just I you know I keep this we I like to keep her in the dark most of the time. Like I will get everything ready and then like just like bombard her with like the story and be like, what do you feel like? And it's it gets totally my genuine. live reaction. That's yeah. what his favorite thing is getting my live reaction to yeah. things on camera. But yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's a good time. So uh, we do have a little bit of a lightning round for you. Just like a few quick questions. We just want to throw at you like first okay. instinct off the top of your head. This is like, think of it like a, like a college cumulative final exam on your, ex- all of your experiences. It's just okay. your, it's, it's your final. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get an A, but um, okay. Who's the friendliest celebrity you've ever met? Uh, John Mayer. All right. Oh, that's a great one. Oh my gosh. Who's the rudest celebrity you've ever met? Probably Suge Knight. Oh, okay. Uh, who's been your favorite celebrity to interview? Uh, I would say Tony Hawk. Nice. Nice one. That's a fun one. Which celebrity would you never want to interview again? If there is one. Hmm. That's a good question that I never want to interview again. Or didn't like the experience. Maybe like, like, like you say, don't meet your idols, felt let down. I think I've said this before, but I, I was underwhelmed with an interview I had with Perez Hilton hmm. um, on the podcast on Hollywood Raw. Uh, 
do you want me to go into it or are you just sure. know the answer? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Let's spill the tea. No, I, I think that I expected because I'd met him so many times and he's got so many great stories and he's like literally the perfect guest for Hollywood Raw because he's yeah. been doing the entertainment industry for so long that I wanted those stories out of him. And I felt that he came to the podcast very guarded. And mm. to me, it kind of went against the Perez Hilton brand. Yeah. And I felt like we were pulling pulling stuff out of him and he wasn't giving. And to me, it was very shocking. And I'm like, it's like, why did we just sit here? What did, did we just I, do? Like, I, I really was looking forward to this interview and I was uh, uh, disappointed by what I got out of it. And so I think that's probably why. And it's funny because you said, who would I not want to interview? But if Perez heard this, I would, I would have him back to redeem the shitty interview we had the first day. <laughs> yeah. Just to be like, yeah, come on and give Do me over. a real interview this time and like be honest with your answers and like, like let's get into it. You know, that's what I want. And I think I say it because I'm I'm bitter that it didn't go better. Yeah. We had that's him fair. on actually a few months in the ago. fall. I don't know what to tell you. Ours went great. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, he I I love Perez Hilton. Um, I, I know what you're talking about though. We've had like there's I, I won't name her, but mm. there is a reality star we had on and she gave should, us nothing. Should I even say like what she does? No. You had a lot of these on recently, these female reality stars from franchises. Okay. Um, it was just like pulling like tooth and nail, like giving us nothing. Yeah. And it was a great interview, but it's like, work with me a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, there, there's some people that it, it is brutal. And you're like, why did something. you even come up? Why did you say yes? Yeah. In every question I ask, you're like, uh, I just want to talk about my book. I'm like, oh, no one wants yeah. to just talk about your book for a half hour. Like the way these interviews work is we talk about your book, but we also talk about the other things that are going to get people to come in and listen to the podcast and you sprinkle in book talk to get them to go buy it. That's the tag. Yeah. It's like you say, like, we'll talk about your book, your family. And then like you ask them all the stuff you really want to talk about. And then at the very end, it's like, give them a plug. Like, that's the deal. Um, so who was it? <laughs> Just, you want me to guess, huh? I'll guess. But someone that was on guess. our podcast. Well, I don't think we'll ever have her on again. I, I really, I, I, I think okay, she's I want to guess. It's going to be more okay. fun for me to guess. She's a really great reality TV star. She's newer. She made a lot of waves last. Teddy Mellencamp. No, I'm I, Teddy Mellencamp. People won't, won't say yes to she us. She won't say yes to us. Yeah, I love Teddy though. She was awesome. She was a good interview. I would have been actually surprised if uh, she didn't give it to you. Um, you said she's newer. She's How new. About... You have not had her on your podcast. Oh, I haven't. No, oh. not to my knowledge. I don't think. Uh, and she's on a Real Housewife franchise. Mm -hmm. She is. Think maybe Pacific Coast. Maybe near Teddy Mellencamp. Uh, what? It, it's not Vanderpump. No, mm -hmm. you said newer. She's not. She's not newer. Um, Lisa Renna. No, no, can't get oh Lisa Renna either. I would die if we could talk to Lisa Renna. <laughs> okay, yeah, right? okay, okay. Um, She's newer as in like maybe like just the last year or two. You might not even know who she is. I don't know. Hmm. Damn. I'm so bad with the housewives now because I don't watch them as much. And she's a Beverly Hills housewife. Damn it. Maybe a little bit. Um... Uh... <laughs> Oh, uh, is she still on the show? <laughs> she is still on the show. This will be her. What? Uh, I don't know. I, season, I haven't seen season? it. Yeah, I'm off. cheating. I'm cheating. I'm going through your Google it. Google, I, Google I'm it. going through your your list of 
Who, yeah, that's okay. You're she, using your resources. That's allowed. This is an uh, open book test. This is, yeah, this is an open book. Elizabeth Vargas? No, she was great. No, she was wonderful. Oh, but she's this, OC, huh? this interview was after her, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah. <sighs> well, I'm really ruining this excitement. <laughs> it's probably going to be like, oh, you're going to have to cut some of this out for sure. It's going to be like, who's that? Yeah. I don't see. Damn it. <laughs> You got Carol Baskin, but she Carol was great. Wife. She yeah. was good. She it also was... was a little. She didn't want to answer too much. We fully asked her straight to her face if she killed her husband. She didn't like that question. No, we were <laughs> we were debating if we should ask her, and I was like, I think she might like literally try to kill us though if we ask her anything that she doesn't like. I really <laughs> liked Carol Baskin. It I was... thought she was lovely though. She was yeah. really fun to talk to. I had. Have a great you've time. talked to yeah, you've talked to Carol Baskin. Yeah, yeah she was good. She was good. Yeah. This okay. I don't, I don't even see this person on here. I I even remember the month. It was October. It was oh, October. Here we go. Here we go. Sutton. Yeah. It was. It was Sutton. It was Sutton. Sutton. Very lovely. Yeah. Gave us absolutely nothing. Very nice. But there are some celebrities that are just really smart. Like she's somebody that I have a little bit of respect for her. That like she wasn't going to come on and be trashy and salacious, and she was like she was going to be dignified, and that's great. Mm. I that's just not what we're doing though. But like. You know, props to her. She was great. Taking the high road, I guess. We were, but we were asking her questions about like. It was like, like, like the, the lawsuit. Game? Like you know anything about the Erica Girardi, Tom Girardi, lawsuit? I the, don't personally know. Well, that that was going on, and she was allegedly like. Anyway, I don't think she could talk about it for legal reasons, which is the worst. You know gotcha. I mean? I'm trying to think. Yeah. We had someone on recently. I'm going through our list of people. Was it? No, it wasn't Countless Luann. Hold on, I'm going through oh, yeah. Kelly Ben Simone. It was one of the other housewives. Dorinda. Oh, oh, really? She was, she's super fascinating. Um, but I felt that that was also a tougher interview because it was like, get to the question about my book. Oh, get to the okay. question about my book. Like, okay. how, you know, and it was very much like, I'm going to talk about my book. Like, don't ask me about anything else. And the second you ask about other thing else, it's like, let my answer wrap me back around to the book. So I was like, oh, come on, give me some yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's frustrating. Back to this quick little lightning round that turned into the unlightning round. <laughs> one more question for you. What is the craziest story you've ever had to report on? Uh, Michael Jackson's death. And weren't, did I, I don't know if this is true or not. Did I see this the other day? Like I came across something of like, you were one of the first people live on air to report on Prince's death. Yeah. I, I, uh, I was live. So the day Prince died, we obviously had the information in house that, you know, there was rumblings of his death. We were trying to confirm it. We were trying to get like multiple sources to obviously confirm because you can't just put a big story like yeah. that out with one source. So we had the whole story written up, ready to go, all the details. And I happened to have a live hit with HLN at that moment. Mm -hmm. And we were talking and I, I was doing the interview about how there was a body found at Paisley Park. Um, you know, they're not clear right now whether or not it's Prince's body, blah, 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 blah. And as I was doing the hit, um, our publicist Casey ran up to me and she said, we just published the story that he's dead. Like, go, go, go. Whoa. And so I'm live and I said, okay, correction. Uh, I can now confirm that it's it is him. Prince's body that was found at Paisley Park and he has passed away at the age of whatever, 61 or whatever it was at the time. Uh, but that one was wild. And same thing with Michael Jackson's death. I was live on the air 
uh, reporting for TMZ with Fox uh, New York. And we were talking about the Michael Jackson stuff. And obviously we had all had our confirmation in there, but we had not published the story yet. So I had to be talking about it on air as if it yeah. wasn't a done deal. And then in instantly someone ran up to me and said, it's up, it's live, you can tell them. And so broke Michael Jackson's death live on New York airwaves as well, which is wow. insane. And immediately like, well, uh, you know, like we haven't uh, confirmed it ourselves. This is TMZ reporting. And of course, that story was crazy because it was hours before anyone else can confirm. That's like a once That's in a lifetime. Wild, yeah. That That's is a once in a lifetime. It's really, really cool. Yeah. I will say though, like TMZ, I always feel like TMZ is very accurate usually. Like if there's any like between like Us Weekly and and all the tabloids, I always find like TMZ seems like the most legit. I can tell you that is the hardest working newsroom in all of Hollywood or, you know, just in entertainment. Yeah. I give my former TMZ staff like the biggest kudos because it was a lot of work for the years, the decade that I was there. You're nonstop. And, yeah. you know, people don't realize how hard the TMZ staff works. And so, yeah. yes, they, they aim at being 100% accurate. You know, there's, uh, that's the point. They want you to know that when you see it on there, you know, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And by Absolutely. the way, fun fact, Ooh. not really a fun fact, but a fact, how about that? Is that uh, I did get the tip on Michael Jackson's death. Oh, that was a source. That was a source. Wow. Interesting. That's so really... that was a very, very wild day. So that day, <laughs> the I got the tip and then I, I was able to confirm through another source. So that was only one, obviously, yeah. uh, way to confirm. But then we, we had to confirm a couple more people. Um, but that night, I had to go out to Havenhurst and report for, I don't know if it was CNN or HLN or whatever, um, live outside of his gate because it was just the wow. wildest day, I think, in, in news. And so it was like up till like, I don't know, 10 p.m. that night filming. And then the next day had to go back and was doing live shots. I think I literally did, it was something ridiculous, like 37 live shots in one day for Michael Jackson. Oh my God. It's Michael Jackson. I sat in the chair. All day long and then it was like me and harvey switching out of the chair all day just doing live shots about michael jackson that's crazy that's that's fascinating like hearing like all that like how does it work behind the scenes i love that stuff yeah that's crazy that's really really cool um do you have any advice for people hoping to make it in the entertainment news industry as someone who's obviously been very very successful at it work harder get up and work it seems like just nobody wants work. to work these days <laughs> um you know, I've, I've always said, um, you know, people kind of poo-poo the, the whole internship thing. It yeah. really worked in my favor. So I highly recommend it. I would say, and it's, it's funny to say this on the heels of Kim Kardashian, but I do think work ethic goes a long way in the industry and proving your worth. Because if you're an intern and you're working your ass off, someone is going to notice that. And when I was running my own department at TMZ, because I was the head of the Clips Clearance Department, so I had, um, you know, the two couple websites under us, the 
the tour bus, the different shows. Like, so I was yeah. running all those, those people. And when we get an intern in, I was always evaluating them of like, is this someone that I want to keep on my team long-term? And the amount of interns that came through the doors at TMZ that just sucked was really disappointing. <laughs> like no effort, no drive, just, oh, I'm here because I want to be on TV. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you want to be on TV. <laughs> what I need right now is this and this. But the, the few people that were really good turned into full-time employees for me. And wow. so I think that there is there's a, a, a big opportunity for people out there if they really invest their time and effort and work hard, they can easily get a job. And especially with some of the younger people, and don't take this wrong, I just think there's a lot of people out there that don't want to try. They just expect it to be handed to them. That's what I said. We talked about this and I was like, we are Gen Z. We are lazy. I think we are a lazy generation. You don't think so. I'm like, I just don't think people work as hard as they used to. We all want to be influencers and yeah. YouTubers and look what we're doing right now. This is like, but you guys are working like you're doing it. Like that's the thing. Well, Other you. people are like, I just want a podcast and I want to have a million downloads. Well, that's not how it works. Yeah. No, you know, you got to put effort, you got to put time, you got to be consistent, you got to you got to put the hours in to be successful. People don't hand it to you. Not everyone comes from money, you know? Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a little nugget of truth in that Kim Kardashian saying <laughs> there's, there's a lot and it was also taken out of context, but there was a there's a lot of truth and you got to work. Not everything is handed to you. Awesome. Well, thank you, Dax, for coming on our show and recapping with us. I'm going to get this itchy hot blazer off. <laughs> I never want to see another headline about Will Smith or Chris Rock again. It's done. It's, it's just, it, they're going to keep talking about this for a year. Um, but thank you for coming on and talking about it with us. Um, I love all your hot takes and, and all your opinions. And, and I'm like, I love that you're like, so like cued in, you know, the Kim Kardashian sayings, I gotta, I gotta work a little bit harder with her to like, <laughs> to like, to Dude, be, this, like understand what is, I'm talking about. <laughs> and again, I, I, this is just, my love of entertainment news. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why this shit retains in my head, but I can't remember, you know, math from college. So <laughs> yeah, you know but what like, I'm saying? Like that's exactly, but I can, it. but I can almost know who's at the 93 Oscars. Almost, almost, <laughs> almost. I'm sure Madonna was there. I'm sure she looked similar to Sharon Stone. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to throw you under the bus. Cause I love you, but uh, thank you for coming on. And uh, maybe we'll talk to you soon. We'll keep watching awesome. Hollywood raw. And uh, thanks for coming on. Tell us where we can, where we can find you, our listeners. Uh, dude, I'm all over the place. You can find me at Hollywood raw is obviously my podcast that is similar to your guys is when it, you know, you're getting celebs in doing this long format interview, kind of really get into the, the nitty gritty of what celebs are about. We say we always like just humanize Hollywood. Um, and yeah. we've really had some amazing interviews with Larsa Pippen and mm. Mark Cuban and some of these like amazing people out there. Um, but my other podcast is I have one called pod sauce and pod sauce yeah. is for anyone who just loves podcasts it's a podcast discovery show. So we're interviewing wow. creators of podcasts and talking to people behind what they do and giving recommendations to people that want to find a new podcast and don't know where to go. And maybe the, the front page of iTunes isn't speaking to them. So we're here to deliver those great recommendations for people, whether it's a, an odd pod, whether it's a true crime, whether it's sports, we kind of cover it all. So 
You can yeah. find me uh, at Dax Holt. That's my my handle I'm on all social media, except for TikTok. I had to do the underscore. Some a-hole <laughs> took my name. Uh, but uh, I'm at Dax Holt and obviously Pod Sauce and Hollywood Raw are my other two spots where you can find me or Trophy Smack, which is yes. my, my Shark Tank company. <laughs> yeah. Which is wild. Like you got a shark to invest in your company. That's insane. It's, Congratulations. I that. am still pinching myself that I'm a business partner with Mark Cuban. Like, how the <laughs> hell is this even possible? Hey, that's, oh, really cool. that's what all hey. the trophies are behind me. If you're watching the, the video version of this. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on and have a good rest of your day. Stay out of those Chris Rock and Will Smith headlines. It's just, it's just too <laughs> much. Kidding? I want to enter myself into the headline so I could be a part of the narrative here. <laughs> you know how much more famous I'd be today if, uh, if I would have got smacked. There you go. There you go. <laughs> exactly. <true>. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Appreciate Bye. it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That was so much fun. He was literally like the best guest we've ever had. I just, I just need to get the laser off. I know you're over here like, just dying. I'm thirsty and hot, and I'm tired of Will Smith. I'm tired of Chris Rock. It's like this is how okay. This is how everybody starts the Oscars. Like you have a bowl of popcorn, maybe a cocktail or two. You get really into it, and by the like last two hours, you're like, I'm done. Yeah, like, just I'm over it. I'm, I'm, I'm done. No. I'm no. Dax is super cool. I think all of his like inside information about TMZ and we got to talking about our podcast guests and I thought it was like really cool. I've never had like a conversation with another podcast host who like interviews celebrities and sort of, I don't want to say does what we do because he's a little bit bigger than us, I would say. He's a little bit better he's, than he's, you, a little but... bit, he's a little bit more seasoned than us. No, but I've never had like an honest conversation about like, who did you like interviewing? Who did you not like interviewing? Yeah, that was uh, wonderful. Yeah. It was really cool and very refreshing to get some like real honesty on you here. deducted a lot of points from me and i don't know how like we did. How, how we're counting <laughs> these points i just made some pop culture errors but you know what you and dax cleaned them right up we did usually i have to keep you cultured you today kept we me kept cultured. you cultured thank you yeah anytime well if you'd like to see more of us you can find us on instagram at the rumor mill pod for basically daily updates on everything going on in the, in the pop culture world you can also subscribe to our youtube channel at the rumor mill you can find us on TikTok? TikTok. Yeah, we're on TikTok now <laughs> at The Rumor Mill. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at TRM Updates. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, new episodes every Friday you can watch on YouTube or Spotify. Definitely check out Hollywood Rot. Check out Pod Sauce. Follow Dax on social media. Keep up with him. And of course, don't forget, we drop new episodes every Friday. We are always here covering the latest entertainment news, and we will see you next week. See you next week.